This week on the Digital Marketing Scoop, we're talking search engine optimization tips to help improve your Google rankings. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. So this week we're going to be talking a little bit about search engine optimization. Um, I suppose one thing we've seen an awful lot of in the, the past year is uh, a lot of businesses going online, um, particularly as well a lot on the, the e-commerce side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I'd like to do today, I suppose, basically is give people some tips around that. Um, also, some of the things, you know, some of the common mistakes we see coming into us that are very simple things you can you can fix on even on your own end yeah um and hopefully by the end of this podcast you know you'll have some really good good things to implement basically on your on your own website that can help improve your google rankings yeah definitely um i suppose the the first thing the first issue i we often see coming into us is people who have their websites built on wordpress um there's a little button in the, in the back end of WordPress that can be on by default install, which actually tells Google, don't index my website. Um, <laughs> sometimes that is on. People are wondering, oh, why isn't my website ranking? Basically, what you're doing there is a little file called robots.txt. Um, and that file tells Google and the other search engines um, what pages of your website you want indexed. So when you have that button ticked in the back end of WordPress, um, you're basically telling the search engines, oh, don't, don't, don't show me. Don't look at me. Don't, don't look, look at me. me. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that, it's amazing how much that happens. Um, so if you're, if you're like typing your, your web address into, uh, into Google and you're like, why the hell am I not showing up? Or why is it showing the, there's limited results for this domain? Yeah. Have a look in the, the back end of your website or go to your domain name slash robots.txt. Um, and there's little tools as well, like Google Search Console is fantastic. Uh, you can do this if you go to Google and type in robots.txt tester. That'll tell you whether you know, you'll be, you're getting indexed or not as well, or whether your robots.txt file is blocking you from being indexed. So that's just, that's like, you know, most basic level. It doesn't matter what you do if, you, if your robots.txt file is telling Google and the other search engines, don't index me. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't really matter. You can have amazing on-site SEO, the great websites <laughs> linking into you, all that. It, it, it won't really matter. So you need, you need that basic right. And as I say, as, as particularly in WordPress, we see it quite a bit where, um, where that, that is set and people's in, uh, websites aren't being indexed. So definitely check that. Make sure you're that, you know, use something like Google Search Console. That's Google's tool. Um, that will tell you very quickly whether... Um, whether you're being indexed or not. Yeah, and that that's a great tip that I feel people don't even know to look out for. So that's a brilliant one to start with anyway, if you're not being found at all. Yeah. Um, then moving on, page speed. We talked about this in another episode, but it is really, really important. So if your page is not loading, people are just going to leave and then Google will know, oh, people don't like this website and you'll go down, 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 down. So you have to make sure that your pages are loading quickly and one thing is image sizes or videos they can take up so much of the page speed loading and all this and stuff and they don't need to like images especially don't actually need to be that big for them to be clear and if you think about it a lot of people are on mobile now anyway so it, it can be even smaller and it you know it doesn't have to be this huge image that's crystal clear because people don't mind that much and it 
it's just taking up your page speed, then it's just make it go really slow. Yeah, like you're uploading, like even like the file size, say if you've got your phone set on a high image quality, that file size is going to be huge. So if you're taking product photos, say for example, on your phone, uploading them directly to your site, and you don't have either software or something sitting in between compressing them, that's really going to, to hurt your site speed, um, which obviously will affect your rankings and also will affect your conversion rate on your, your e-commerce site as well, because it's going to take longer to load, less people are going to to process the whole way through to to check out and sale yeah. so yeah it is it is page speed is important on so many levels definitely a ranking factor and and it's becoming more important as a as a ranking factor um and also as um a conversion factor because we we're we're all well used to wait for a website and load and go nope next nah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll just take too long <laughs> i'm done with this on the uh the phone thing actually I had my um quality of my pictures and videos up really high and then my phone was like full and I was like had to delete loads and I was like oh my god why did I do this I didn't even need half of them in good quality <laughs> so it was just ridiculous so you're saving phone space as well <laughs> multiple benefits yeah <laughs> um so another t- and next tip is uh content so at the at the end of the day that is what Google indexes. They go out and they visit the site. They look at your content. They look at your articles. They look at your product titles. They look at your information. Mm. And they look at your, your title and description and metadata. That information, all that information is, is hugely, hugely important. But the thing is, you know, you want to write for your users. You want to write for your customers. You want to write for your clients. You want to provide content that's going to answer their questions and help them. Yeah. Um, because that's what they're going to be searching in Google. Um, there, w- there was a time, you know, where you stuck keywords into articles and <laughs> yeah. tag loads of keywords in the back end, and it could maybe a long time help. ago potentially help. <laughs> yeah, but does not help anymore. So any anything, you know, I need to stuff all my keywords into this article or into into the title. That that yeah. that uh, that that doesn't really work. Um, unfortunately, I know. I remember. Well, actually, quite fortunately, because the results are are a lot better now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember. Even a few years ago, I was learning SEO, and they were just telling me, you know, get these keywords in like thirty times into this like text, <laughs> and I was just like, how do I fit this in? Like, this doesn't even make sense. I'm just like writing like yeah. i don't know the keyword again and again in random sentences and it was yeah. just like you, nobody wants to read that then <laughs> you know <laughs> like i know there's the thing like keywords are a factor but like if nobody wants to read it then it's useless so it's valuable content that they want basically valuable content that is going to answer people's questions that they are searching and that they will share um because that's going to bring links back to your website as well if they're sharing the content which is going to help improve your rankings yes exactly um, and okay. and another note as well is to publish like new content fresh content that's unique Regularly. and kind of more consistent yeah um because you can see like some of the, your articles might be three or four years old yes they answer great questions but they're getting kind of old now just to refresh all your content every now and again and get new unique content up definitely especially like if you have um a blog post ranking really well that you know could be four or five years old yeah um and you know it's talking about uh, i don't know let's say top five digital marketing tips for 2016 you're like yeah hey, we'll, we'll we'll refresh this we'll uh, for uh for our for 2020 2021 2021 <laughs> 
know it's uh, it's February and we're still not used to 2021 we're like oh <laughs> uh, so yeah no I mean updating your your content is is important as well to keep to keep it relevant um as well a tip I we did here with, with a client um basically we we wanted to rank organically around a particular product sector yeah. so within the site was built on WordPress. So what we did was we created loads of content around the products in that sector. Um, and so we had a category page with all the content on it. And we optimized that category page for more the broader keyword on that sector. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all the individual content within it were really, really niche around like individual elements of all those products i'm being big here now so i just don't want to give away the the client but what we did was so we maybe 50 60 articles all really good content reviewing the different products helping people around those products mm-hmm. but then there was one top level category where all that content was and it was all searchable and everything and they ended up ranking really really well over time and i suppose yeah. that's the other thing to be aware of people think oh my website's alive i'm not ranking SEO is a long process yeah. is about yeah. producing the content on an ongoing basis um, answering your customers questions, you know, with your content. Um, and as you said, providing valuable, valuable content to them. So yeah. it is not something that's going to be an overnight um, success. Like with that particular client that we're working with them like seven years. years yeah. um, and it's, it, you know, long-term SEO certainly, certainly does does pay off, but it, it is not the the short-term fix. If you yeah. want a short-term fix, we that's where that's where Google Ads comes in. Yes, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Another um, really handy one is just your URL structure. Just having a really simple URL really helps with SEO. So just you know, click category keyword marketing services. Like it's just you know instead of like all those long like marketing services in Quark fg a little like just like this really letters. long yeah <laughs> yeah and having a really nice simple clear url structure that follows along with your website so you know your domain slash product category slash yeah. product name yeah, your exactly. domain slash blog category slash blog post name really simple clear easy to follow mm-hmm. um you know if you're using something like um in wordpress something like yoast it should plug in like your your title your uh, page and post titles automatically into the URL structure. Um, yeah, it's really handy. So that's I, it, it. It's 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 something that should be pretty simple to do. There probably are different systems where you know your URL could be by default something long and awkward and random yeah. letters and numbers. <laughs> but again, it's about simple user experience. You know where where your um your titles or your URL structures are just really clear and readable so they can even get information from from the URL structure basically. Yeah, exactly. Both the user and, and Google. Yeah. Um and on the topic of Yoast, um you can put in your meta descrap- descriptions. Descriptions. <laughs> yeah. Descriptions. The descriptions, they're they're not important <laughs> from a from a ranking point of view, but they're very important from a click through on a search point of view. Yeah, they're really so like, handy. But that's, yeah, using something like Yoast, if you're on WordPress to do that is very good. So again, like on an e-commerce site where maybe you've got a product where four or five other people have the same product, you're all on the first page. Mm-hmm. Think about how you can make your meta description differentiate you from everybody else around you. Yeah. Because that's going to, if there's four or five, um, you know, similar products on the page, 
use that meta description to differentiate yourself. Um, again, it's not about stuffing your keywords in there. It's about, yeah. okay, there's four or five other people looking at this, four or five other results that are similar to this. My, why will my description jump out at them? That will make them click on my URL. Maybe I'm down in position three, somebody mm. else is in position one. But if you, if, you're, if you can improve your click-through rate on your, your search results, that's going to help you over time as well. So that's, I, think, I think that's where good, relevant meta descriptions really come into play. Yeah, definitely. And you, you see it a lot. Um, people just copy and paste like, you know, in business since 1985, uh, like onto all your meta descriptions. And you're like, OK, <laughs> I don't care how long Actually, you're in business. That's, that's a good point as well, because you see that an awful lot with the title tag, too, where the, the business name will be the title of yeah. every page on the website. Yeah. Um, I mean, your the title tag is it's hugely, hugely important in terms of your 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 ranking. So, I mean, you want, um, like if you've got different services, you know, having a page on each service with which you can optimize yeah. the title and meta description on all those pages for the service, localize them as well if necessary. Like if you're only, serve, if you're only serving Cork, you're only serving a particular area, you'll know, localize the content, localize the, the, the title and the meta description as well because that's going to jump out at people more. It's going to help improve your ranking as well. But it is, again, yeah. that is something really simple you can do is just go, going through your site and creating the individual title and, um, and description for each individual individual page. page. Yeah, definitely. As you say, you do, there's, there's so many websites, it's the same title and description on every page. And that, yeah. that's not going to be, you, you probably rank for your business name and that'll be about yeah. it. Maybe. <laughs> exactly. But if people don't know you, then that's useless. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, look, I, I hope there's some really good tips for you, for you in there on the, the e-commerce side of things. Um, definitely having a tool like, like Yoast in, in uh, WordPress or WooCommerce is, can be really, really helpful. Um, you know, you want your, your titles strong. You want your descriptions strong, all unique. You do not want to be using the same title and metadata across everything. If you're in the services side of things, I always recommend, you know, you can have a page where you list all your services, but you really want to have an individual page around each service and yeah. optimize. Because you, I'm sure you, if, you, if you have a service, you have plenty of content on that service. Um, I exactly, know people, yeah. people will always say, you know, oh, I don't want too much content. And from a layout and design point of view, you know, you can make it so that and the, uh, initially the user sees something nice and simple and clean, but yeah. you want to and give them the keeps... option to click in yeah. Go and get more information, have individual pages on those services and be able to optimize the page for, for each of them then. And um, linking to you, other pages in your website is good for SEO absolutely. as well. Absolutely, internal linking, yeah. Actually, yeah. that was something with that particular client where, where we, we were competing with some fairly big brands throughout the country. Yeah. And we got them up. That was something that was very important as well, was yeah. that, that internal linking between where we mentioned particular products, linking back to a product where we mentioned a particular problem, linking to the blog post to solve yes, that yeah. problem. Um, but again, it still comes back to really good content. You know, yeah. you know, it's not about just producing volumes of crap, basically. <laughs> yeah. which, which which certainly was an SEO strategy. <laughs> I know, yeah. And people just think of that still like they're like, oh, I just write loads. <laughs> but um so yeah, so that that is that is very important. I think if you if you yeah. take away one thing from this, it's okay. How can I produce 
good content that's going to answer people's questions. And I always say as well, you know, if you're wondering, okay, what to write about, mm. type your product name, type your service name into Google, scroll down to the bottom of the page, and they'll give you like 10 or 12 related terms that people are searching around your product or service. Yeah. Or type in a problem you think your customer is having and scroll down to the, the bottom of, of Google search results. And again, look at those related search terms. So you'll get some really good, uh, good ideas um, from that. And you know that there are things that are being searched because Google's literally telling you, here's what other people are searching in relation yeah, to this. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so hope, hope you got some, um, some good takeaways from this episode. Um, and uh, that's been this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Digital Marketing Scoop. If you haven't subscribed yet, please search the Digital Marketing Scoop at any of your favorite podcast platforms and subscribe. And if you'd like to follow us on LinkedIn or Instagram, just search for Click Media and Marketing. That's C-L-I-Q Media and Marketing. And we'd love for you to follow us.